no, no. So I was all like, seven foot frame rats <laughs> upon his back. <laughs> yeah, when it fucking came out, uh, me and Sam watched it. Dude, it's such a good movie, dude. If nothing else, if you take nothing else away from that movie, it's a fucking soundtrack, dude. It's oh, dude, the soundtrack is beast, dope, bro. And, you know, I, and I'm there, like, at work. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm tearing apart this transmission. At the same time, I'm fucking doing this fucking salsa <laughs> shit and everything. <laughs> All of a sudden, my Latino came out. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, movies like that and, like, Coco. Like, because I'm always like, oh, I'm white. I'm dude, white. I still haven't seen Coco. What dude. the fuck? I don't know. I don't know why I haven't made time to see it. I think usually because I watch with my, you know, with Sandra or I watch with my family or something like that. Yeah. And no one's been around to watch it with me. So yeah. I'm kind of like, mm. No, watch it by yourself because you're going to cry. <laughs> you're gonna fucking cry like there's no if ends or buts about dude, it dude sandra still makes fun of me because of what because of ghostbusters oh dude dude i don't give a shit i, 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 I saw that up, movie dude. five times in the theater five times yeah i, I have it downloaded i actually found like a pretty good copy of it yeah. and i downloaded it and i watched it uh on break at work yeah and the same thing happened dude, when it came <laughs> upon it and i'm there at work trying to act all tough and shit and, like, these dudes can't <laughs> i got something in my eye i gotta get to go wash my eyes out i'll be back i need to go to the doctor <laughs> but all right okay let's let's get this intro going What's poppin' RCP Nation, and welcome to the greatest Maize-based podcast in the world, which is titled The Recycled Corn Podcast, a podcast about nothing and everything. I am your host, Ben DeLeon. Today, once again, we welcome my co-host and good friend. I'm talking about his royal heinous, the Marquis de Vasquez, Lord Scubatius, Gregorovich, Bartholomew, Wembley, Stefan IV. You got to go straight to four to give it some credibility. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay. And I am, of course, talking about Lord Scuba Steve. Thank you for joining me. Not but, a problem. But it's Lord Scuba Steve. It is. It is. And thank you for that correction. I appreciate that. It's, it's, I'm not going to forget. <laughs> but I have to tell the people, it is Lord Scuba Steve, only if you're nasty. Only if you're nasty, baby. <laughs> so mm. I was like, but wait, have I been nasty this whole time? Yes, you have. <laughs> yes, you have. Okay, um, I uh, hope everybody can forgive me. It's been many months since my last episode. Am I going to hell? Well, I mean that's that's a that's that's a question for the ages. But I think we all <laughs> we all are going to hell in some you know in a handbasket. So fuck it, might as well party. Well, at least we get the handbasket. Yeah, so. yeah, it's not one of those Walmart ones with the freaking messed up wheel. Nah, it's the that. good kind, man. It's the, good kind. <laughs> it's the Target ones. Yeah, it's the Target ones, bro. <laughs> they got they got the money for the maintenance and shit. They don't have the sensors on them yet that stop you from leaving <laughs> the store. So we're good. Dude, you know what's funny about that is you know because at first people were asked like, why do they have the sensors on there? And I was like, have you seen some of the neighbors around here that have like their barbecue pit is actually a, a basket? Fucking basket, <laughs> yeah. We uh, I, don't, I can't tell you how many fucking baskets we have like just around the school that we actually like bring inside and use them to like move really shit around yeah. so <laughs> why we not make use i of mean them. of course somebody else stole them we just you know you're just using them yeah <laughs> so yeah i said i've been uh it's not that i haven't been doing podcast stuff of course i've been on your podcast a couple times yep. um i've actually been helping a friend of mine uh do his podcast get him set up um it's actually pretty cool because you know before he didn't really want to even be a guest on the podcast, yeah. and then I kind of wore him down. Eventually, you know, he was here with you. Yeah, yeah. came in by himself, and then um, and he's got that sexy voice, dude. Man, you know, like deep he's got that kinda, deep, fucking perfect for a podcast voice. For know? real, dude. And that's what I was telling him. And uh, uh, so, like I said, I, I got him set up. I actually let him use my equipment. You know, bringing guests into you know my home. 
so he could, you know, see if this is even something he wanted to invest yeah. in so he didn't have to waste his own money. Because I'm a friend like that. Yeah. You know, I want people to be able to explore their passion without that much of a risk. You Definitely. Know? So after he decided, you know what, this is kind of something I want to do, helped him get his equipment. You could actually find really good sounding stuff for not that expensive. No, not at all. Yeah. And uh, you were actually the one who told me about that. And then once mm -hmm. I started looking into it, I was like, holy crap. You know, people come in here and they see like the boom arms and the gold mics and all yeah. that shit. And they think like, like no, this is a $40 yeah, mic. This $40 a setup right $15 here. arm. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that was pretty cool. And thank, thank you for that. You know, you've been a really good mentor to me. Uh, whether or not you even realize that's what you're doing you know it, it's it's like you know i started my podcast because i wanted to have fun you know and i wanted to talk about things that were interesting to me that i knew other people could relate to so that's why i do the you know the paranormal podcast but i love your show because your show is so much different than what i do you know because we actually get to talk about real life we get to talk about whatever the hell we want to talk. it's like seinfeld it's a show about, <laughs> nothing, a show about nothing something yeah. you know but yeah, man. So like, I, when when you first wanted to start doing this, I was like, hell yeah! Like, I'm I'm fucking down, bro. Like, you know, and that's why I tried to help you as much as I could to to get everything set up for you because you you have a great whether you realize it or not, you are great on the fucking microphone. You are great when it comes to interviews. Uh, you're great when it comes to <laughs> writing like taglines and shit. You know, <laughs> so that's you know on my podcast I started using you know Lord you know. What's up, motherfuckers? This is Lord Scubacabra, the host with the ghost, which I had already been calling myself, but then you threw in the Prince of the Paranormal, the Duke of the Dead. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so now it's, let's see what it is. It's uh, it's your host with the ghost, the Duke of the Dead, the Prince of the Paranormal, the Cryptid Keeper, the Ghost Daddy himself, Lord Scubacabra. Dude, and that just, you know, it's weird, though, but just a few nicknames like that could add credence, yeah. you know, some credibility to... to you know, and otherwise, um, I don't, I don't want to say unremarkable because yours, your podcast is fucking badass. Thank you. But it just adds that level, that next level yeah. of, of like, like, wow. Like, you know, and the, <laughs> the I was watching cause you know, I go back and I watch episodes just cause I, I like, I like to yourself see yourself and you're narcissistic. Well, no, 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 not, it's not that at all. I like seeing the progression. Yes. Like you can see like from the first episode to this last episode I did how much I've grown and it's I've only done 23 episodes. Yeah. You know since since I got started. Um so I just like to see my growth in that time and how nervous I was doing that first episode but right. I was by myself. Yeah. You know it was just me talking about my experience about the hat man and so it it it's good to see the progression of what somewhat supernatural was to what it's become, you right. know, cause I'm still hitting the high. I say this and I'm not even being cocky about it, but I'm still hitting the highest numbers when project louder. So that's awesome. every time, I mean the last few months or every time TJ actually sends us the, the numbers, someone supernatural is either number one or number two, right. you know, now granted my podcast isn't charting because some you know paranormal podcasts are everywhere so i don't chart because of course i'm not getting that many views to actually be on a chart but for the network that i'm on being number one or number two is always great right you know? so I, I just i love what i do i love the podcasts you know even even on gorn more man like it, it's it's so great being on a podcast where you're just there with your bros talking about a movie you watched you and know? see and, and and that's a problem that i've been running into here is people having time because you know your your Gormore podcast, it's all um, remote. 
Yeah. But I mean, it's Zoom calls or however y'all yeah, we'll do it on restream. It. Excuse me. But, like, for me, I invite guests here. A lot of times people cancel on me, yeah. you know, scheduling conflicts or, you know, stuff comes up last minute, which I, I understand. And that's one of the, the problems of running a podcast the yeah. way I do. I could easily do it online, but I just want that face-to-face yeah. kind of you know, intimacy, yeah. I guess you could say. Yeah, and he keeps looking me in the eyes and it's really fucking weird. And, and I'm going to be unzipping <laughs> your pants a little bit. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> and if you hear that noise creaking, I'm sitting in a rocking chair. It's not like my old brittle bones, you know, <laughs> creaking and cracking. It I know is, I'm old now, but. It's Sandra's a haunted rocking chair. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I said, I, I, I like. Like, like you're talking about the progression of... Because, you know, I watched some of the first... I don't know if I watched the first episode, but I know I came in pretty soon after that. Yeah. And it is cool, like, like watching how comfortable you, you've become. Yeah. And, and seeing, you know, just... I don't know. I take a certain pride in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, and I'm showing off to the people, whoever will pay attention. You know, this is my buddy. These are my friends, you know, sh- uh, sh- uh, sharing the Dark Side Paranormal yeah. page and everything. And, you know, these 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 guys are legit. You know, they're my buddies and they know what they're doing. They know yeah. what they're talking about. And, you know, it's not just um, stuff that they're trying to do to get clout. Like, yeah. They actually believe in this stuff. And that's one of the things I think that sets you all apart from... A lot of other. I don't want to say everybody because, of yeah. course, there are those that are that are just as passionate. But the fact that you love what you're doing, yeah, really comes across as you're doing. You know, yeah. I mean, and we're not trying to get famous. You know, when we do our paranormal investigations, you know, like I tell everybody, sometimes we go and it's active as fuck, and sometimes we're just sitting there. You know, like we went to Yorktown. The first time we went, fucking crazy shit happened. You know, we we got some really good fucking evidence shit that we still to this day can't explain and this time we went and i mean it was just kind of like bleh, bleh. Like nothing <laughs> really, i mean what what really hindered the investigation it was like 32 degrees in there, i was about man. to like, say it was probably freezing the, it was probably like the cold it was so cold in there i had hand warmers in my glove you're not supposed to put those things on your on your skin for too long i had hand warmers inside my gloves and they just felt lukewarm. So I chunked <laughs> it. I threw it at Joe. And I said, these fucking things don't work. And then I told him, pick it up, throw it back at me. So he threw it back. And then we went to the car to go warm up. And I stuck it in the cup holder. And when I picked it up, after my hands had, you know, gotten back to normal temperature, the fucking thing was hot. Like, it was hot <laughs> as shit. I was like, oh, my God. It was God. just that like, fucking cold. It was just that fucking cold. So for me, it took, a, it, it took away my focus from the actual investigation. You know, so I just... I, I I don't know, man. It just kind of killed. It killed the vibe for me. Now we did get some stuff, you know. There we got some shadows and stuff, and you know, voices, and we got some EVPs and stuff. But it was nothing like last time, where you know, Mike got fucking physically scratched on the face. I got physically scratched on Facebook Live, you know. Right. So I don't know. It 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 just kind of bummed me out that we didn't get to do like. A complete investigation because I finally had equipment ready to go that right. I had been trying to perfect since we first started doing this. Finally got it down. Finally got the SLS device working perfect with you know the the perfect setup to where it's not too heavy to fucking hold. Everything was we didn't even use none of it. We didn't <laughs> use none of it, man. We set up cameras, walked around, you know, did the the usual shit talking that we even I talked shit this time. Like and you know me, I don't I don't taunt, I don't talk right. shit, you know, but. 
in my mind, I'm just like, you know what? Your life's already kind of like out there right now. Fuck it. So I'm standing at the top, you know, in the in the chapel, and I'm just I'm standing there in the center. I'm like, come and get me, motherfuckers. I'm right here. You yeah. fucked with me last time. I'm here this time. Come on, you fucking pussies. Nothing happened. I was disappointed. And, and the ghost like, it's too damn cold, It's too damn cold, bitch. <laughs> Shut they're up. Like, look, look at the nipples through this freaking sheet. <laughs> ghost nun didn't want none, so. <laughs> and no ghost pee? It was too cold? No ghost, ghost pee, pee this time, man. And we actually, like, went into that room again and, you know, tried to, like, debunk it again to yeah. see if maybe there was something we missed last time. And, I mean. And it, like, like I said, um, I, I watched you, your, your, your stream. And and I'm always trying to you know keep an eye out for something maybe you yeah. know that I can catch something y'all didn't get or whatever yeah. uh, or y'all didn't notice and I didn't see yeah. really nothing. That's what I'm saying. This and we had two live streams going. Joe's daughter went with us for her birthday present. That was an awesome reveal, dude. <laughs> her yeah. face. Her face was fucking <laughs> hilarious, dude. It was fucking great. To, to tell to everybody what what happened. So Joe uh, Joe's daughter Jalissa, she turned 21. I've known Jalissa probably since she was probably 11 years old. So, you know, I've known her since she was a little kid and she's been bugging to come on an investigation with us. And Joe said, all right, cool. We'll take you on one. And she said, but I have a stipulation. <laughs> and those stipulations stipulation. are no jails, no cemeteries, no hospitals. So all the fun stuff. All the fun stuff. So Joe said, okay, well, you know, we have one. We're going to go on. You can go with us. So that's why we did not reveal exactly where we were yeah, going we did even, teasers you didn't even tell us we didn't like. do we didn't tell nobody we did teasers but she never caught on right you know so we had our little teasers and then the day of we still didn't tell her where we were going so on the drive nothing we didn't say anything we would just ask her questions and you know hey so where was it that you said you didn't want to go she's like no hospitals no jails no cemeteries i'm like oh, okay cool and she's like, where are we going? I was like, I don't even know where we're going. I have no idea. I have no <laughs> idea where we're going. So we blindfold her when we're like five miles outside of Yorktown. Her fo- her face is stuck in her phone, so she's not paying attention. Right. To the sign. That we're going to Yorktown. Yeah. Put the blindfold on her. And then we pull up to the hospital, get her out of the hospital, and uh, get her outside of the hospital. And we're recording her. And I'm like, all right. Take your mask off. Three, two, one. She takes it off, and her jaw just fucking yeah, drops. Dude, that was so awesome, dude. I was here, like I said, I was watching live. I was oh, yeah. Like this is, this is so, <laughs> just that reaction alone was where you should put that in like highlights. Like. It was well, no, we're, we have we have something we're gonna do. Mike's working on some stuff with it right now because he's the one that's actually been like editing the videos and stuff yeah. together. But uh, it was funny because the entire time that we were inside the hospital. She's like, I don't want to be last. I don't want to be last. So she was like constantly like walking in front of me. And then if Joe walked away, she would come next to me and just like grab me and like, don't leave me. Don't leave me. I'm like, dude, you're fine. Like we're all in the same room. Like, you know, but she just did not want to be by herself, which is understandable. But hell, going to Yorktown for your first investigation ever. That's 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 pretty hardcore. You know what I mean? So Um, I know Sandra's been wanting to go when she found out that you are going and that you didn't tell her. Dude, she was all like, "They don't love me." Oh, I was God. all like, "No, they had plenty." I was like, "They didn't have any room. They were taking Joe's daughter." I mean, and you can't go on every investigation. Just calm down. To be honest, <laughs> you guys wouldn't have had a good time. Like I said, man, you know, I mean, I'm a diva. Of course, we fucking know this. <laughs> you. you know, I'm a diva in life. I'm a diva. You know, when it comes to being in bands, I'm a diva. When it comes to being a paranormal investigator, I'm no Zach Bagans, but I am a fucking diva. And. 
it's just not it would not have been a good time for y'all well like, I, at all like I, said, I i understand that but she yeah. was just like she's been wanting to go to yorktown for yeah. so long that like i said when she found out she's all like man those guys suck I was like, <laughs> we can't go to all of them just just i was like we're junior members calm down <laughs> yeah um and like we actually did an investigation on Wednesday. Um, I got a, my cousin actually messaged me. I was like, "Hey, my friend's having some in, some uh, infestation." Well, <laughs> yes and no. So she's saying that you know this is going on, and so her friend contacted me. And I'm like, "Okay, cool." She sends me all these videos, and I'm like, <sighs> "To me, it just looks like a shadow of a car passing by." Yeah, because it's everything she sent was daytime. So it's always a shadow going in the same direction, same direction, same direction. Then she would zoom in and be like, look, there's a face. And I'm like, well, it's pixels. It's pixelization. Yeah. You know. But of course, people don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear that. Yeah. So still, I'm like, you know, we'll, we'll go and we'll check it out. And so I talked to the guys and the guys were kind of like, ah. Like, I'm yes. like, you know, it, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't, for me, even if there's not anything there, the goal is to ease people's minds. Right. You know. And if we can go and prove that they don't have anything there just to ease their mind, that's fine. You know, that that's that's my payment. That's my reward is helping somebody that is not comfortable in their own home. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so we went and the REM pod did go off a couple times by itself. Like nobody was near it. And it just it went off a few times. Um we didn't get any EVPs. We did get, you know, a couple orbs. But you know how I am with orbs. I don't yeah. really believe in orbs. But this one was kind of weird. It wasn't dust. It wasn't a bug. Um, and it just kind of, like, appeared out of nowhere. It went up. And then it was gone. And it's weird that it came up. And it was in the area where the REM pod was. Yeah. And it was around the time that the REM pod had gone off. Hmm, so that's interesting. So it was kind of, you know, so we ended up telling her, look, if there's anything here, it's not intelligent because it, we made no contact Maybe with it. Maybe residual? So that's what we, that's what my hypothesis was. It's a residual energy that's there. Um, she said her sister lived in that, so it, it was at the Misty Winds trailer park. So she said her sister had lived there for 10 years prior to her moving in. And that they always felt something there, but nothing ever attacked them. It was never anything evil. She had a friend, a psychic friend, come in, and uh, yeah, I, you know how I am with psychics too. You know, yeah. it, it, it's very, it's very um, hard to impress me when somebody says they're a psychic, especially now with the way social media is, and you can yeah. do like tons of research for shit, and you know, whatever. But she, she had a friend come in, and the friend told her it's a little girl that's there, and so the friend fed her all this misinformation, and told her or did a cleansing did not do the cleansing proper at all and you know that gets on my nerves she's there with the magic eraser all you gotta do (laughs) (laughs) so that that gets to me man because growing up like i learned how to do these things you know so when somebody just says oh well i can do a cleansing for you and just doesn't do it properly you're you're doing more hurt than you are help you know so they had done the cleansing nothing had happened um they kept seeing this this entity or she never even saw it really it was just a shadow and she said that she would see like a dark shadow behind the door but it was like a kid-sized shadow but it never hurt her never hurt her daughters it never made contact with them they would just see it so that's why i told her you know more than likely what you have is a residual you know haunting and she's like well what's that and i'm like well think of it as a videotape being played over and over a, a surveillance video 
and that person in the surveillance video is just doing the same thing over yeah, and over you can't again. interact with you them. can't interact with it it's not going to interact with you it's just there it doesn't even know you're there Yeah, whether or not you're there it's going to keep doing yeah. what it's doing so i uh i gave her some other things um i told her how to do a proper cleansing um because usually when you do cleansings it's better for you to do it yourself right now, if you want to bring somebody else in that, you know, is, is well-versed in that, you can, you know, but when you're doing a cleansing on your home, it's best that you do it yourself. Because you take that ownership. Exactly. And that's what it's all about. Because, yeah, I could go in and say, hey, spirit, you're going to leave, or entity, you're going to fucking leave. Well, who the fuck are you? Yeah. I've never seen you before, you know? Like, they said I could stay. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, it's better when somebody go actually does it themselves. Now, I've been, you know there to guide people and you know assist them um but her mother was actually from brazil and kind of knew exactly so she got excited when i started talking about it and she's talking to me in spanish or whatever and i gave her some uh, sweet grass some palo santo and some copal and when she heard me say copal she was like that's what i was talking about that's what i was trying to tell you i couldn't remember the name of it because they had used it in their right. village when she was younger to keep things away yeah so she uh I told her, you know, you, you can use the sweet grass, you can use the Palo Santo, because sage is just going to get rid of negative energy. Right. You use the Palo Santo or the sweet grass, you're going to negate any energy that's there at all. So then at that point, it's up to you to decide what you're going to bring into your home because you get a clean slate, you know. Yeah. So she was, we set her mind at ease and haven't heard from her, which is what we like. Because we told her if, if anything happens or if anything kicks up because we were here and we were talking shit, then... Would Let us be, know. We'll come back. It would be funny if she was all like, I always see a shadow when I'm outside and it's sunny. Yeah. And- <laughs> yeah. But she, in the, like I said, the video she sent me, none of them were at night. Yeah. Um, she did send me this one video. She was like, look at all of these orbs. And I was like, that's dust, bro. Like, <laughs> I hate to tell you, but it's dust. Like what you, you know? need is a clean or a cleaning, not a cleansing. A cleaning, <laughs> not a cleansing. Yeah. But, you know, we eased our mind, and that's what it's all about, man. And like I said, that's the ultimate reward when, when we do this, especially when it's, like, residential places. Right. You know, when we do our, our investigations at, like, a big-ass haunted location, that's different. You know, we're going there to fucking find evidence and just evidence. Well, like I said, my most hardcore experience, whatever, was the Hill House. And that was... A whole other. I still want to go back because I feel like I I didn't get to experience everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like you were saying, like you went to Yorktown and it felt like you were on a lull or something like yeah. that. That's what I felt like. Like we were walking into, you know, like we had missed a crescendo. Yeah. You know, like the energy was going up and we caught it on the way down. Yeah. Because there was some stuff that was going on, but it wasn't that much. Stuff, yeah. Considering the reputation of the place. Yeah. And, and how I see, you know, these these you know so called celebrity ghost hunters, whatever. They can't even stay there the night because yeah. they're too freaked out. And I'm like, well, we didn't have that experience. I slept in that living room. Yeah. Know what I mean? Like, yeah, you passed the fuck out. You were knocked <laughs> out. I was watching you on the uh, on the, on the the camera. Well, yeah. I mean, I was night freaking night. tired. Like, I drove all the way over. <laughs> I didn't get to take a nap. <laughs> that was a, what, six hours, six, uh, seven hour six drive? And six hours, six and a half hours. And uh, so, yeah. So, you know, I walked into the place thinking it was going to be you know, Amityville and freaking stuff being thrown at you and all this stuff and, and it it didn't happen. Not saying that that there's not stuff there because obviously there was stuff there because Sandra felt it, she saw stuff, we experienced things. Just well I mean that coin the, the coin fucking yeah. appearing out of nowhere like that was insane. That was crazy. And that the fact that 
their surveillance system is what caught yeah. it. So you, you know? can't say it was us yeah, faking shit. Exactly. That came from them. <laughs> that came from them, you know, and that that was like the craziest thing that I've ever experienced yeah. is a physical object appearing, object appearing literally ma- yeah. out of nowhere. Just materializing like, like that. That fucking poker chip coming out of nowhere. Like it was crazy and it was it was cool because, you know, I said, Hey Willie, we're going to the back room. If you want to come with us, you're more than welcome to come with us. Yeah. And then the fucking poker chip, you know, after we had just been playing poker with, with Ghost, yeah. you know? And so that, I don't know, man. That place was crazy. I was hoping for a lot more crazier things to happen. Yeah. Um, you know, they have that, that ghost slash entity, Toby. Yeah. That I was really, really kind of nervous of running into because, you know, it's not it's really. Because of the reputation. Yeah. yeah. And... I mean, I went over all my footage and I didn't get, I didn't get nothing. Well, the on only that thing one. that I got of of Toby was that time that Sandra was in that mm. room when that lady was doing the, the introduction, and there was a sound that came from the room. And Sandra said she heard it all around her. Yeah. So, you know, and and I do have that video. We watched it on the on the TV in the living room with the stereo sound and all yeah. that. So we heard what it. Okay, we heard the noise. We couldn't make out what it was. Yeah. It just sounds too odd for you know, it to be like something and it was weird that she was just kind of like oh chill about it you know what i mean the lady that was telling us oh that's just toby bitch you just told us he's a demon yeah what do you fucking mean like but she was she was probably have so many experiences there yeah. that it's just run of the mill shit you know? yeah like, you know and even there like i felt that hand on my fucking shoulder when i was in the goddamn psychomantium like yeah See, i, know I didn't want to go felt, in there bro. <laughs> But now that I now I wish I did because yeah. I wanted to experience something. Well, see, and I'm I always do that too because I'm like fuck. Like the guys are always like, oh, let's do a solo session. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm down. And then we get there and I'm like, oh, no, fuck yeah, that. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> and then we leave and I'm like, fuck, I should have done it. I should have fucking done it. You know what I mean? And so I always kick myself in the ass for not doing shit that that you know I hype myself up to yeah, fucking do. And, and I I think what it is is I'm building it up more in my head. Mm-hmm. because of what i've seen in, in hollywood and the movies and videos and all this that, yeah you know what's the, the the possibility of stuff like that actually happening hey I mean, you never know i mean it could there's always that possibility but i mean in my life i've never experienced something levitating or yeah. you know being thrown you know like that i've never seen anything like that so, so i had something crazy happen last night and i just realized this morning so my dog Toby sleeps in my room. <laughs> Toby, <laughs> yeah. his name was Toby before I knew he. The demon at the Hill House was named Toby. Um, so Damien always walks Toby at night, probably about eleven, twelve o'clock at night, just you know, so he can go take a piss the last time for the evening, and uh, he puts him in my room. Well, I always have my bathroom door closed, and so last night I woke up because I heard like, kind of like. And I thought it was Toby scratching himself by the bathroom door. And I'm like, Toby, stop it. And then I heard like stuff being moved around in the bathroom. And I'm like, get out of the bathroom. And like my eyes are closed. Like I didn't even open my eyes. I was like, get out of the bathroom, Toby. And then I wake up this morning and my bathroom door was closed. So Toby was never in the bathroom. So I don't know what the fuck it was. Because he usually sleeps at the foot of the bed. There's a mouse. Nah, there's no way. Because no, it was loud. It was loud. It sounded like it sounded like somebody was in the bathroom. Because mice are inside and rats are outside. 
But I have rats in cages <laughs> inside, so yeah. Despite all the rage? Yeah, I'm still just a rat in a cage. <laughs> but uh, no, man, so I was just kind of like, what the fuck? And then I got up this morning and I walked in my bathroom and I opened my bathroom door and I'm there and I'm washing my face and I'm like, wait a minute. I just fucking opened the bathroom door. Yeah. What the fuck? But I know I yelled at Toby last night to get the fuck out of the bathroom. What it was is I thought I heard him drinking out of the toilet. Because hmm. he'll go drink out of the fucking toilet. He don't give a shit. And uh, I was like, hey, stop it. Get out of there. And then I heard, like, footsteps in there and, you know, whatever. And I just fucking went back to sleep. Yeah, it's fucking weird. That is, I don't know. That is weird. I don't know. I've, I've heard stuff like that. But, I mean, I know we do have a mouse in here. I've seen it run like this. And I've caught about four or five of them already. So yeah. well, I'm not too freaked out by it, especially because as sensitive as Sandra is, if anything happens, she will sense it before. Yeah. You know, so I'm not too worried about you know stuff that goes on in this house but there was a while back where her daughter's something was going on with the daughter's boyfriend or daughter's boyfriend's ex-girlfriend okay and she sandra thinks that she sent something here to try to mess with the daughter but doesn't realize the amount of protection that's on the daughter because of sandra and because of sandra's grandma to where even though stuff was happening um, it was it was nothing like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. They didn't know what they were in for. It was nothing it that, that could hurt them, <laughs> right? Yeah. So you know, Sandra's like, "Oh, don't worry, baby, I'll take care of this." Yeah. And then you know, Sandra did her thing, and then next thing you know, we're all able to sleep well at night. Yeah. You know, well, like like once it was saying that one time I was here where she said she saw Sandra laying on the couch. Yeah. And Sandra wouldn't even hear. Right. You know what I mean? So. Weird shit happens, man. Yeah. That's, so, that's part of the paranormal. Yeah. And uh, it was funny, you know, how you were getting those questions, whatever. Have you all had attachments or anything like that? It's yeah. like, we've all had attachments. We've had so, it, yes. w- whether you mean to or not, yep. it, it happens. Yeah. And I think for me, the weirdest and just like most random one was after House of Rock. Because after House of Rock is when my surveillance camera cut that like random leg. Yeah, as I say, the leg thing. The leg thing that fucking like no explanation. Nobody was even fucking home. So, um, and then the fucking wet footprint. Yeah, that was the weird part. The wet child's footprint was fucking weird because I don't have little kids. Yeah, you know what I mean. And uh, and you're like Cindy. Well, when we were TV's leaking. (laughs) (laughs) But when we were at a House of Rock, that's when we we got that there was a little boy that drowned. Oh, and shit. his name oh, was Toby. No, <laughs> Andrew. Andrew. Yeah, because remember that's when I did my my live, and I had my fucking Raggedy Andy doll there. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. like I just kept getting like intelligent response after intelligent response, and um, I was I was talking to Andrew, asking if Andrew was Andy, the 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 spirit that's in my in my doll, and it said, "Who's that?" Like, what do you mean? Well, who's that? Am I not talking to you? Because I was talking to my, my to Andy, the doll. Uh-huh. And it wasn't Andy. It was Andrew. So there was two separate. I mean, because the, the doll, I mean, he's he's got that spirit attached to him, you know. But he doesn't. It's not an, a malevolent spirit. He just chills. Like, he sits in Damien's room. Damien, like, literally has him, like, sitting there with a controller in his hand. And, <laughs> you know, um he has this little it's called a fuggler i think and it's just like this really fucking ugly doll and damien said dad like if you move that doll away from him he gets mad like like he gets mad you can feel it he gets mad 
So he has to have that little fucking doll sitting on Andy so that Andy's just chill. So he's sitting in the corner in Damien's room with the little fucking doll or whatever. And (laughs) I started getting more and more haunted items. Like as we go out on investigations, you know, um, I have this, this, um, Jack in the box. Uh, it's like an old, like 1970s, maybe 1960s Jack in the box of Bozo the Clown. Yeah. And, uh, it doesn't work. Okay. So I pushed it down, cranked it, didn't make no noise, nothing. And I'm like, well, fuck this thing's stuck. So I'm like, well, the rubber band's probably broken in there or something because I spun it both ways and it didn't even get tight. It was loose. Yeah. So I go to my bedroom. Damien's in the kitchen and he comes running in my room. He's like, you fucking get this thing out of here right now. And I'm like, what happened? He's like, it started fucking making noise and then it fucking popped out. I'm like, you're lying. He's like, no, go look at it. And I look and the fucking clown was fucking just out. Damn. And so I go and I turn the handle and it's it's loose like it's nothing's connected to it and it's not making any fucking noise or anything yeah i could only imagine what i would do when i was there um have you ever seen that that video game control no um it's it's hard to explain the plot this girl breaks into this building because uh, i don't remember if she's a cop or something like that she's trying to figure out what's going on with these murders or Mm -hmm. something and throughout, she finds these little objects, little you know things like that. That you know maybe there's a haunted you know stoplight. That if you you know look at it, if you look away when you go back, and you're way back where you started from. You know oh, what the fuck stuff like that. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. This one episode it was like uh, kind of like the SCP okay. type type situation, right? But I just yeah. couldn't remember the name of the game. Well, it's yeah. called Control. Huh. So if you look at the gameplay for that, there's a lot of different things that she has to to find and. And uh, either, I don't remember if it's destroy or, or just put away or whatever, yeah. that um, she gets different powers from. Oh, shit. So by the end of the game, she has all these badass fucking powers. Huh. But that's what that kind of reminds me of is, you know, because there were certain things that were very mundane looking that are, you know, have something attached to it like that. So I thought, I thought that was pretty cool. You know, like I said, I, I like watching. I, I'm a shit gamer. Yeah. I... I don't know like what happens to me when i'm trying to play a game but i develop some kind of (laughs) neurological disorder and stuff just doesn't work for me the way it should so i i can play games on vr i'm really good at that because i don't have to worry about that other little button to look around i can just just look around you know yeah um so that that that's always fun but like actually playing like that with the controller and everything i'm i suck at that i get too dizzy playing the fucking vr games like dude i bought this uh arizona sunshine which is a zombie game for the vr mm -hmm. and i bought this controller that you know it's kind of like a a a rifle Mm -hmm. right so much easier to play on that but um it it gets immersive you know what i mean to where like if a zombie creeps up on you even though i know it's a game you still freaking yeah. jump well, it was like that for me when i played uh the exorcist game oh like, yeah, yeah yeah that was a good one so that one was fucking uh that one got me man like the fucking scares in that one yeah. fucking got me and i have to take the headset off and be like okay <laughs> i'm not really a fucking cop trying to solve this fucking demon fucking murder but you like, get into it though because it, it's so immersive yeah. because it really is a different type of reality yeah. you know so that's why like i said in this in this arizona sunshine thing um i do get lost in it you know yeah. and and i rem- i have to remind myself like it's just a game it's just a game, just a game. <laughs> or is it the, but, and this is on the ps4 one of the early mm-hmm. games for the ps4 for the vr 
I could just imagine what the next generation of VR software is yeah. going to look like. Well, I I mean, my VR is on my fucking, on my computer. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's fucking crazy, bro. Like the graphics on it are fucking insane. Uh, the Star Wars game, the Vader one. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Vader Immortal, whatever yeah. the fuck. Dude, that fucking game was badass. Like you, have to you actually Vader. get to, no, you are Darth Vader. Oh, that part. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. See, the game, the gameplay that I saw about that was where you have to fight Vader. Oh, maybe that's what it was. I haven't played it in a while. Maybe that's what it was. Because you get this really old lightsaber that had the... Uh, uh, yeah, the, like, I think you're assisting Vader is what it is. You're, you're helping him... Fuck, I don't remember. Yeah, you're helping him, like... Let me look it up. Let me look it up. Because <laughs> it's going to fucking bug me now. Because I'm like, I thought I was Vader. I mean, there, there may be a... a I don't know. I mean, because like I said, the gameplay that I've seen it, because I didn't buy the game. Um... They said I just watched the gameplay for it. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> doesn't say. It just says Vader, blah blah blah. Vader Immortal. Oh yeah, you're you're you explore with Darth Vader. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like yeah. you're trying to get into the vault or whatever or grave site. Yeah. Have you seen the comics? Um the the Darth Vader ones? I've seen them but I've never read them. Where he goes into, um, he finds this mask, and it's possessed by an old Sith, whatever, and like a architect or something like that. And in Vader's castle, he possesses a worker or something like that to where he can come back to, he has a body. And he builds this kind of, I don't know what you call it, a uh, um, like a tuning fork or something mm-hmm. like that. I forgot exactly what it's called, but it's a gateway into the other world. So Vader's actually able to go through this this gateway to go look for Padme. Oh shit! So as he's... you know, what I I saw that on TikTok. Somebody was reading because I follow a bunch of like people that like read comic yeah. books, and I think that was one of them. Yeah, what was cool though is to see what Vader looks like in the Force. Yeah, because his body is you know black and red because of you know the dark side, but then his limbs they're like ghost limbs. Yeah. you know, because even though they're there, they're not really there. Yeah. You know, but um. It's cool because, like I said, he finally he goes through all these things, whatever the force messing with him. So when he finally meets up with Padme, and she's like, "I don't even recognize you anymore. Like, leave me alone. Like, I don't want nothing to do with you." And of course, that kind of cements his, yeah, you know, dark sidedness. Speaking of Vader and Padme, <laughs> did you see the fucking trailer for Obi Wan? Yes, bro. <laughs> I fucking got goosebumps. Yeah, I was like a little kid. When dude, fucking like, Duel of the Fates hit, I was like, oh my god! Okay, okay. for the longest time, I used Duel of the Fates as my alarm yeah. on my phone to wake up in the morning. Yeah. So when I heard that, my first my heart jumped. <laughs> because, one, because I was excited, and two, because I was thinking, like, fuck, I'm, I'm asleep right now. I gotta wake up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, think it's, I think that that series is gonna be really, really good. Especially because there's a lot we don't know about obi-wan right. you know what i mean there's this whole gap from the time that he takes luke to tatooine to the time he recruits luke yeah. to leave you know before his untimely death well it sucks that they they you know uh, eliminated that stuff from legends because yeah. you know that book that came out that obi-wan book that yeah. was actually a really good yeah good book and explained a lot as far as uh you know uh what happened as soon as like right when he got there because that takes off right where you know he she shows up and everything he still has luke in the bag and you know asking for milk and stuff and um that that was pretty cool but then 
you know his adventures and everything especially the 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 lore when it comes to the sand people i thought that was yeah that was freaking awesome well i mean and they kind of touched on the sand people a little bit in boba fett you know what i mean they <laughs> or gave you us mean like the a, mandalorian yeah <laughs> so. yeah but uh i mean and honestly the last was it three episodes were like the best episode of that series yeah you know but they because they fucking had the mandalorian in it but i i i like the lore that they built with boba fett and the sand people a lot of people didn't like it they said it kind of bitched out boba fett and i'm like well i mean he really never was like a bad guy they developed him that's all it was. yeah and so i just kind of hope like we see ahsoka and obi-wan which would be great because of course obi-wan fucking knew who she was yeah um hell there's a chance that we might even fucking see darth maul yeah darth maul and they're already talking about vader coming out and well he's gonna be in it already like it's it's a given like they're in this season and they're they're already speculating that there will be a season two um but in this one, Vader and Obi-Wan are supposed to have another rematch. Yeah. Which. It has to end in a draw or, well, or so somebody interrupts. In A New Hope, Vader says, when I last met you, I was but the student or whatever he's the yeah. fucking whatever the line is. I don't remember it exactly. But basically, like, you know, you beat me the last time, you know, whatever. Which makes sense because, of course, what happened in episode three, but that I don't remember the actual quote, but it leaves it, 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 it doesn't tie in with episode three the way he says it in A New Hope. So it kind of left it open for them to do a rematch. Right. You know what I mean? Because Vader never fought Obi-Wan, if you think about it. Because, yes. He, you know, he was Vader. He, but he wasn't fully immersed. He wasn't fully in the immersed Vader. in Vader. Yeah. He was still Anakin, right? You know what I mean? For for he's a freshly turned. Regardless of of Palpatine saying, you know, Darth Vader or whatever, blah blah blah. He wasn't Vader yet, so that's why it didn't make sense because Obi Wan never fought Vader. Obi Wan fought and defeated Anakin, you know, right? And so. When Vader came back as Vader, you know, when, <laughs> which I fucking hated. I fucking hated that part of the movie. But I mean, it, it was cool because you actually get to see the emotion, you know, and then he's just this emotionless character after the fact. Yeah. Because everything that he loved, everything that made him Anakin was gone. Have you read the adaptation for, um, I think it's. The only Star Wars book I've ever read. But it talks about how Vader feels in the suit, how it's like constant agony for him, and yeah. he's able to change. I've heard, that yeah, and... I've heard that. I, I don't remember where I saw that, but I, I did, I did know that. But the only Star Wars book I've ever read is Shadows of the Empire. Oh, really? That you, is the you, only you haven't book. read the, the Darth Bane books? No, I never read you, the Darth you Bane books. Have book. to watch it. Did um, I send them to you? You did. You did send them to me. I just never read them. <laughs> well, if you want audiobook, I got the audiobooks. Well, see, and that's the thing. I've I've listened to them on audiobook. Um, what was it? What was it called? The Bounty Hunter. I always thought it was called the Bounty Hunter Chronicles, but that's not what it was called. It was called something else. And it. This is where I knew that Boba Fett didn't die because uh-huh. in there, one of the stories is about Boba Fett crawling out of the fucking Sarlacc pit. Yeah. So. Um, I don't remember the fucking name of it, but it was a series of three books. And I remember I bought them. I I was going to Tennessee in high school with my girlfriend at the time and her mom. And every truck stop we would stop at, I bought the first book at one truck stop. And then the second one we stopped at, 
I found the second book on tape. And, you know, it was at the time we had Walkman. So yeah. I would just pop it into my Walkman and fucking listen to it and shit. And then on the way back, I found the third one. And I was like, fuck yeah, it was fucking badass, you know. So <laughs> it's meant to be. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was fucking pretty cool. So, but the one that, it, the only one I've actually sat down and read on a book was Shadows of the Empire. And the only reason I read it was because I fucking loved that game. That game was like probably hands down one of my favorite Star Wars games. Yeah. What was it on the 64? I think it was on the 64. I think it came out on 64. I Nintendo don't remember 64. Exactly. It, it had to have been. Yeah. I think it was Nintendo 64. And it was that 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 storyline, you know, with Dash Rendar and, you know, the, the, it, with and Prince was a Shizor or whatever the fuck his name was. Like that, there was always such a cool, like, side note that took place between Empire Strikes Back and fucking Return of the Jedi. Like, yeah. it was just real cool, you know, to see other characters. And, you know, Luke was in there, of course, but to see other people than what we already knew was in there. Yeah, cuz see that was that was the thing for me is like it was it was world building or universe building whatever. <coughs> uh, I'm dying. <laughs> it's like old oh, tuberculosis. Tuberculosis. <laughs> Call me Doc Holiday. Um it was universe building in that I was feeling like I was privy to information that not everybody yeah. you know what I mean so yeah. I can understand those people who are all like well actually you yeah. know this is this or that is that and yeah. like I, I for a while there I thought that those guys were fucking cool yeah know what I mean because they knew all this shit yeah. like I didn't realize you know because I was a dork at the time <laughs> like I didn't realize that these guys were even bigger dorks than me yeah. you know yeah. but uh, uh, they said that the whole Star Wars uh, mythos is so fucking badass yeah i mean and and the way that it can deal with um issues that people are having in a way to where you don't realize like you're actually learning you know morality (laughs) you're learning you know lessons about good versus evil and and right and wrong and and all this and that's like i said before that's actually how i learned um what what happened with my ex um how I I was able to set a plan in motion to systematically like fuck up her head. Yeah. And as a plan progressed, you know, I had a lot of anger at the beginning, but at the end, you know, I was kind of over all that, but my plan was still in motion because it was a long-term plan. Yeah. I actually felt bad about what was going on. So you went from Sith to Jedi. <laughs> Something yeah. like that. Dude, and I could not like after a while I was like, "Man, I'm so sorry that this is going on with yeah. you, you know." And Yeah. And uh, I guess as you know, it's my personal growth. Um, don't don't get me wrong though; I can still be cold motherfucker. When oh I yeah, to. I mean, and you know, me too. Right now, like you know, I'm going through what I'm going through, and you know, getting divorced after 17 years of marriage, and I'm trying to be the bigger person. I'm trying, and it's so hard it is. because it was a mutual it was a mutual split. You know yeah. what I mean? And so, old scuba wouldn't have been the mature level-headed person that I'm trying to be because there's still times where I'm just like fucking say some ugly shit you know <laughs> like, what I mean because say something dare you say something. fucking you know what I mean and it's just it's hard because you know it, it, it's kind of like the Jedi and the Sith like I want to be a good person I want to be a Jedi but I know I'm really not a Jedi you know <laughs> what like I mean? I'm not all the way there I'm, I'm not, not all the way there I would like to be one day but I'm not, you know, and, and sometimes I'm okay with it. Like I'm okay being a gray Jedi, you yeah. know. Like I got, I got too much petty in me. 
I do too. I, <laughs> so, so it hasn't officially been posted like on Facebook or whatever that hey, you know, I'm, I'm no longer gonna be married or whatever. And I, uh, she hasn't posted anything either. So it's just kind of like we're being amicable in that sense. You know what I mean? It's for the best. I mean, it, and it is for the best. You know what I mean? I'm happy. You know, she needs to go be happy with whoever she's with, you know, and so I, I'm great, you know, but there's still that little petty in me that just wants to poke. <laughs> so I fucking wrote, <laughs> I wrote this fucking, uh, this post that I was going to do and I saved it to my drafts on Facebook. I didn't post it, but I'm going to read it to you right now just because I thought it was fucking hilarious. She didn't think it was funny. Because I did screenshot it and send it to her. I, I'm, I don't. We're not friends on Facebook anymore. But uh, I put, dear friends, I'm writing you today to notify you that Angela Munoz is departing the Vasquez organization known as Scuba Corps, effective February 11th. <laughs> <laughs> Angela has decided. Angela and I have decided uh, that this split is for the best to further her life by departing Scuba Corps. As, as of February 11th, please direct all Scuba Corps questions to Lord Vasquez himself until we are able to secure a replacement. Please join us on March 11th at 9 p.m. at Molly's to offer our congratulations to Lord Vasquez. We are very appreciative for all the hard work that Angela has done for us over the past 17 years, and she will be missed. She has played an integral role in the development of this organization. I would personally like to wish her the best of success in all future endeavors. Sincerely, Lord Stephen Scuba Steve Vasquez. I was waiting for the future endeavors. President of Scuba Corps. <laughs> I so was waiting for the future I, type, I typed that out because I've been wanting to post something like that, like... She left the organization or whatever. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. just to make light of the situation because, you know, if you can't laugh at the bullshit in your life, right. then, you know, you, you, you need to get the stick out your ass. So, you know, regardless of, of how miserable she was and how miserable I was, we stuck it out as long as we could. And now we're, I think we're both going to be better off, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, and there's always, you know, that, that frozen moment in time, you got the kids, yeah. you know, where there was actually genuine love. No. You know, and there so. was, there was, you know what and I mean? And I'm sure there still is in a certain sense, you know, there's, there still is genuine you love. You know, there. she, she asked me if I was in love with her and I said, no, I'm not because I'm not, but I, I will always love her just like I always love my first wife. Cause she's the mother of my son. Right. You know, Angel's the mother of my daughter. So, of course, I'm always going to have... I don't want anything bad to happen to her, you know? It's like, I just don't want nothing good to happen to her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and she was the one that brought up the whole conversation to begin with. Because, we're, you know, and like I said, regardless of, of everything, I didn't leave, right. you know? She made the decision. I mean, we both made it together. But she decided to leave. And I told her, you don't have to leave right away. Like, figure stuff out. Like, you know. Um, but she thought it was best for her to, to leave. So she left. And my daughter my daughter just did not want to see it as it was a mutual thing. She was like, no, fuck her. She left. And like, baby, it was a mutual thing. Like, the only reason dad didn't leave is because dad's got too much shit to fucking move. Yeah. Like, you know. And so mom friend said she could go stay there so that's where she's staying like you can't be mad at her you know right but, she's she's doing what's what she can yeah so they uh they had a couple arguments here and there you know and it's it's gotten kind of out of hand and i'm like y'all need to fix your shit like both of y'all like I, I i can't do this shit on my own as far as 
you know, taking Sam to her volleyball shit or picking her up after school when I have shit I have to do after work. Like, I still need help with that, you know, and that right. that was always mom's job. That's going to remain mom's job. You know what I mean? Like, if you're fighting with mom, you're only putting pressure on me because then mom's carefree and doesn't have shit to do. She don't have to pick you up. Then it's on dad to figure out how I have to go pick you up after your volleyball. After your, your your fucking softball, which is fine, I don't mind. But it's always easier when you have I'm help. trying to I'm trying to keep some sort of of uh stability and normalcy with what we have going on that right. kinda seem the only I'm trying to keep everything normal except where she she's lives. out of the picture. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the kids are staying with me, of course. Well the kid, because the you know, the oldest is twenty one, he doesn't give a shit. Um but so my daughter's staying with me of course because i'm not gonna fucking let her go nowhere you know what i mean i know she's she's protected with me so um but yeah we got way the fuck off topic we were talking about star wars (laughs) you know what it happens and that's why you know that's why i said this is a show about everything and nothing you know because we could talk about whatever you know and i'm sure people are going to be interested you know you are you somewhat of a local celebrity (gasps) I used to be. Now, <laughs> now I'm just that guy that used to be Scuba Steve. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's something. Well, I got some Jaeger in the fridge. If no, you absolutely that. fucking not. <laughs> absolutely not. It is way too early for that shit. What are you talking about? It's 6 o'clock. Yeah. I t- Daddy don't start drinking until after 10. It's after 10 a.m. Somewhere, yes. I, know, but, <laughs> I can't even fucking drink right now, dude, because I'm on antibiotics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's going to be my excuse tonight when the, people try to give me shots because... I, th- I got a fucking ulcer or something going on, man. Like, something's yeah. going on with my fucking stomach right now. So, it's just like I eat and I get nauseous and then I want to puke. And I'm like, what the fuck? Are you pregnant? No, I fucking better not be. <laughs> I'm going to be fucking immaculate conception there. But uh, I don't know, dude. Those, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, I was going to say something, but never mind. No, say it. Say it. <laughs> I was going to say those, uh, um, those Middle Eastern contraceptives are not oh, always yeah. 100%. Yes, yes. <laughs> damn persians <laughs> but uh have you seen the batman yet damn it i got sick when we were gonna go see it oh no so i've been seeing all the freaking reviews and that's actually one of the things i was gonna ask you about is if, if you can give me a non-spoiler review of the batman this movie is everything that a batman movie should have been from the get-go um batman is the world's greatest detective and in every movie, we've never seen that part. We've never seen that side of Batman in a live-action movie. Um, we've never gotten to see him actually have to solve the crime. It's always, you know, Joker was doing this, and then, you know, Michael Keaton fucking killed Joker. You know, <laughs> uh, he, But he never really had to do detective work right. to figure it out. This movie gives you the detective Batman that the comics were based on. So it's year two. So things have already occurred that, you know, happened before we ever see him on screen. So he's already Batman. This isn't Batman begins. Right. Pattinson does such a great fucking job of his portrayal as Batman. Like I didn't think I was going to like him. I didn't. I honestly didn't because for me, Batfleck is the end all be all on-screen Batman, and I really, I'm really pissed we never got a solo movie from right. him, because he Me would have too. fucking killed it, man. Physically, physically still, he's the biggest. Affleck yeah. is the, the biggest and more comic-accurate Batman. 
Pattinson, he's scrawnier. He's a younger, you know, version of Batman. He didn't bulk up at all. You know, when you see him without the the suit and the shirt on, he's like all scarred up and shit. So you know that he's been through some shit already. Right. Um, a lot of people were bitching that his portrayal of Bruce Wayne was way too emo. But here's what they don't understand about that. This isn't a Bruce Wayne-driven Batman movie. This movie is Batman. So even when he's out of the costume, he's still Batman. He's still in that Batman mindset. This right. is before he decided, hey, I need to actually go out and make a public appearance. I need to make Wayne Corp, you know, better than what it is now. I need to be that public figure. This is before any of that shit. So the Riddler in this, way different than any Riddler we've ever seen. See, what I heard was that that Pattinson, as Bruce Wayne, or Batman, was pissed because he couldn't end the movie without finding a hundred Riddle trophies. Oh, God, no. That's the video game. I still have, like, fucking two more Riddler trophies to find. That still pisses me off. But, um... The Riddler in this was really good. It's um, The best way to describe this movie is it's a mix of Batman, Saw, Seven, and Law and & Order. Interesting. So, like I said, I still definitely want to see it. Yeah. And from what I've seen of you know, the, the, the clips and, and the, the still shots, especially of uh, Colin Farrell. Oh, dude. Unrecognizable. Unrecognizable. Yeah, I was and all like, he did great. And I was all like, that's no way that that's... But here's <laughs> the thing. Here's the thing. The villains in this movie aren't the villains that they're supposed to be yet. So Riddler is not the Riddler yet. Penguin is not the Penguin. He's still Oswald Cobblepot. He, they, they haven't hit that level in the rogues gallery yet. Gotcha. This is... This is Batman first so first like interaction. Yeah, so you see the development of these characters and how they're going to be these villains later on. Zoe Kravitz is, as Catwoman, fucking amazing. She's gorgeous. I was gonna she, say, every time she's on screen, it she like steals the fucking show. I was going to say, that girl is fucking sexy. Yeah. Shit. Like. And... Uh, <laughs> There is another character that makes an appearance that I felt was not needed. Uh, it kind of took away from it for me for a little bit. Um, but other than that, it is a very, very well-written movie. The score, the soundtrack on it is fucking amazing. Um, and, I mean, he's fucking... He's Batman. Robert Pattinson is fucking Batman, man. Except from what I heard... People just keep referring to him as vengeance. Yeah. Yeah. You'll see why. You'll see why. So, I mean, that, like I said, it sounds interesting. I can't wait to see it. It sucks. Like I said, that, you know, we were supposed to go. We were on the verge of buying tickets. And then I was just like, you know what? I, I cannot. I got to go to sleep. And I took some medicine and I passed the fuck out. You can still hear it in, you know, yeah. in my voice right now. You know, it's a lot, you know, deeper than it normally yeah, baby. is. And you'll be happy. You'll be happy that this movie has nothing to do with Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. <laughs> that's what I. That's that was what I call it. One of the things that I saw. Pete had. I don't know if he asked a question or answered a question because they said, you know, do you, do you think that this is going to tie in eventually? He's like, no, they're separate, completely. separate universes. So. Yeah. Which they're talking about doing a Joker too. 
which I really hope they don't make it because the the last movie ended perfectly. The because, search for more money. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> at that point, it would be because, like I said, you don't really know if... I mean, and of course, you've never seen the fucking movie. But you don't know if any of it even really happened. Yeah, well, I mean, because you don't need to because it's not really a Joker movie. It's just well, called... It's called <laughs> yes, but there are um, Willem Dafoe made a uh, like a joke about it on Saturday Night Live or something. Somebody asked him like, "What villain would you most likely to play, or would you love to play?" And he's like, "Well, you know, I, I did Green Goblin, and you know, I wouldn't mind taking a stab at the Joker and did like this <laughs> smile or whatever." So that started the rumors back up that he may actually be. The real Joker in Joker 2 and Arthur Fleck's Joker either is the one that influenced this Joker or vice versa. Well, because like we said last time when we had a a, a podcast together, there's the three. Yep. There's a, yep. There are three. (laughs) So, I mean, that, that does kind of make sense, you know, and, and if they do decide to go that route, that would actually lend some credence to the, uh, actual, um, you know, storyline behind yeah the joker yeah which i always argued against yeah there's no need for that fucking movie to begin with (laughs) i don't know man it's still hands down probably one of my favorite movies yeah Um, but you like freaking h-e-b tortillas so first of all i make my own tortillas (laughs) at home sir thank you very much but yeah no uh definitely go watch the batman whenever you get a chance it's long it's three hours long so be ready Um, yeah that's why i told sandra that's one of the reasons she's like i don't know if you're ready for that i was like yeah probably but it's a very crime driven movie um you get to see gordon and batman work side by side you know so it's not like any other movie we've seen before they changed the backstory to the waynes a little bit a lot actually they actually (laughs) give like a backstory to martha wayne um and she's like name me after the girl from kansas no she uh <laughs> she's actually her maiden name's arkham 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 so martha arkham huh and uh that seems like too many a's martha arkham yeah well say say it five times martha arkham martha arkham martha arkham martha arkham martha arkham <laughs> damn it fuck i fucked up on the fourth one <laughs> but no um so they give the they give the waynes a backstory um and eh, Thomas Wayne isn't the clean-cut person that Bruce thought he was. It had some shady shit going on. Kind of, but not really. You know, it, and it's it's hard because, of course, you know, Thomas isn't alive anymore. So Bruce can't get it from the source. The source. So he's having to take it from Falcone's word, which, you know, you'll you'll see in the movie. But... It's um you can't trust a Falcone. Never. I've known four of them. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's a, it's a great fucking movie, man. It, and it deserves all the praise it's getting and none of the hate that it's getting because the people that are hating on it just never fucking read a detective comic. Right. You know what I mean? And, so and, and most of the time if there's something like that that I want to I want to watch, I won't pay attention to the critics, yeah. you know. I, I just make up my own mind. Um cuz there's there have been some movies that I thought were great that the critics freaking hated, you know. Yeah. So um, I'm still waiting to see um, what we'll call it the new Ryan Reynolds movie that just came out, like the Adam Project. Oh yeah, yeah, I haven't seen that I yet. I want to see that. It's on Netflix, so yeah. it just came out a few days or a couple of days ago. 
I want to see that and uh, what do you call it? There's some other shows, but I don't. Know. Like I said, it, it's I've been I got the PS5, I got the VR, <laughs> so yeah. I've been messing around with that. So like I said, I just barely beat that Arizona Sunshine. Uh, so I was really happy about that. So I kind of want to play it over again and see if there's anything that I missed yeah. the first time around. Yeah. So uh, and then Sandra's been playing Beat Saber, and dude, she is getting really fucking good at that. I downloaded that for my for my VR headset on my PC, and I played it a couple times. And I forgot what pack. Oh, I bought the the Greatest Showman pack and yeah. fucking bunch of other shit. We have and, all of them. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, fuck this. Fuck this. Like, the kids play it when they want to, you know what I mean? Or Damien will fucking... And I'll know he's been on my fucking computer because he doesn't turn my second monitor back on because I only have one DVI input for the yeah. headset. So he fucking goes and plugs it in and then doesn't plug my fucking <laughs> monitor back in. I'm like, you son of a bitch, stay off my computer. <laughs> I need... Like I said, I still, I still need to update my computer. Um, it won't update to Windows 11 because oh, it says that the processor is not strong uh, enough which like i said i bought this computer what like eight years ago yeah for like two thousand dollars and oh, it, shit. it's lasting me this long so i think i got my money's worth out of it i yeah. just need a better one i want one that's a, at least got um at least got enough power to run vr like i want to yeah. get a laptop but enough power to run vr off alienware of that's that's what i want to go with but the alienware is like twenty three hundred dollars mm-hmm. so that would be another two thousand dollar freaking computer that i would be getting but yeah. I'm kind of biased towards Alienware, you know? So. Yeah. Well, I, uh, when I bought my gaming computer, I just, you know, I made sure that it was something that I could upgrade when I needed to upgrade. See, that's why I wanted a tower, but yeah. everybody's telling me, like, no, no, just get a, a laptop. Fuck that. I'm perfectly good with my tower, you know what I mean? I, I'm not a, like, a laptop's okay if you're going to game other places than your house. But if you don't need a fucking... If you're just going to sit at a desk and game or, you know, play your VR, what the fuck do you need a, de- a fucking... That's what I was saying. But I say, even Sandra was saying, like, why don't you just get a, a a laptop? Because this way, you know, if you want to have it here, if you want to take it to the bedroom, if you want to do whatever, it's like, okay, I can see that. But Yeah, fuck all that. But I'm not going to... Like you said, I'm not going to be gaming anywhere. So why do I need... Yeah. So, I don't know. Like I said, I'm still... If I'm going to do a tower, I want to build my own. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if I'm going to do that, then, man, it's going to be... You know, and I bought a pre-built, but I made sure that everything in it... And I got that fucking fucker on sale. It was a fucking... Uh, it was a $1,800 fucking PC, and I got it for fucking 900 bucks Because it was a return to Best Buy. Yeah. And it, they fucking... It was half off, and I was like, I'll fucking take it. And the video card in it's fucking badass. Um, everything in it's fucking badass. The only thing I did is I just fucking added fucking gaming RAM. That was it. Yeah. So yeah, I I, I updated my my Alienware. I have that X fifty one R two. And because it's such a form, small form factor PC, you can only put it up to such size uh, video card in yeah. there. So I already have the max in there. Plus, there's only so much power that you can draw from. Yeah. It. So I already have the max that I can put in there. Yeah. So I'm tapped out at that. So even then, like I said, I would still want to put a newer processor and yeah. all that. And I don't know if I want to do... Because everybody's raving about water-cooled PCs. And now I'm like, well, I don't know if I want to do water-cooled, if I want to stay yeah. with air-cooled. See, and or... I've, I've, I've been looking into that. And I'm like, fuck, that's a mod that I want to do. Like, I, I want mean, to do Because there's, there's so many different cool runs that you can do yeah. with the water-cooling. But air-cooling is just... 
it's easier to maintain, in my opinion. Yes, yes, but for me, the water cool would be better because of my fucking dogs. Only because they shed so much that I'm like constantly having to clean my fucking, you know, my tower because it's there in the living room on the floor. And man, my fucking, both of my dogs are huge, you know what I mean? And I'm like having to sweep every day. So, I mean, my computer's not horrible, but I, you know, I clean it every week just to be safe because I don't want it to fuck up. But I think with water cooling, it'd be fucking way easier because. Well, there's still going to be fans. Well, I know, but it's not going to be, it's not going to be as as crucial. crucial. Yeah. 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 But I know, like I said, the, uh, the water cooling, um, you know, you could just get the radiator. You just attach the fans onto it. It, you know, goes onto the, uh, the processor and all that with the heat sink and everything and. Just the perfect amount of thermal paste. Yes, yes. <laughs> just a dabble do, dabble do. But uh, eventually, like I said, I want to get to that that point. It's just you know finances right now. Yeah. Not making shit off of this podcast. So. Well, I feel you on that. <laughs> I haven't made anything on my, off of my podcast, but you know my network's a nonprofit. So yeah. Well, I'm fully profited. You know, any profit that I can make, you know, yeah. I want to I want to make that shit. Yeah, know? definitely, <laughs> definitely. But you know, man. Um, there was more that I wanted to talk to you about, but right now, medication's wearing off, so you can tell that yes going on. So I'm going to go ahead and close this out. I appreciate you coming by, man. Anytime, brother. Thank you for hanging out yes, and uh, honoring me with you know your presence. I try. <laughs> I try. But uh, um, I guess, everybody, we will see you next time. Make sure you go like and subscribe to all of Scuba's pages. Yes, I have a lot of them. So <laughs> so many, so many. podcast you got the uh, uh paranormal page mm-hmm. your personal page mm-hmm. and then you're still doing mollies still doing mollies <laughs> still doing the the cosplay you know which kind of took a back seat but it's still there so <laughs> I, i'm a fucking jack of all trades master of none <laughs> one day one day all right everybody thanks for listening we'll catch y'all next time Peace.